This podcast is part of the Shareable Podcast Network. Learn more at shareable.fm. Not every guest takes me up on the opportunity, but I like to do a segment called The Mic Swap, where I make my guest into the host, and then I become the guest. I let them take the conversation wherever they want to take it, ask me whatever they want, and uh, it's a lot of fun, I think. This is Mic Swap. All right, everybody, what's going on? My name is Clint Pulver. I am the host of Shareable. I'm so pumped. I'm so excited. And dude, Jeff is on the show with us, and man, I'm excited to talk about all things you, but I want to talk about uh, some interesting things that maybe you've never talked about. I want to kick off and I want to just start, Jeff, by talking about movies Ooh. and good stories. If someone were to ask you, Jeff, your, your top, let's go with your top two favorite movies of all time, what would they be and why? Good, good question. So I would say the first right off the bat, I'm going to say is Dead Poet Society. And it's interesting because you and I have had a, a conversation on a, a previous episode where we talked about movies that were really impactful for you and quotes that were really impactful, impactful for you. When I was in my early teens, I went through like a little bit of a depressive phase and I watched the movie Dead Poet Society and the central message of that movie being Carpe Diem sees the day like you only get one life. You never know when your day is going to come. Everybody's time passes, right? And for me, that was, it was a, a profoundly like life-shaking moment to think like, oh, wow, like what, there's no time to waste really. Like seize the opportunity, take today, make of it what you can. So it, I would say it's the most important because it was so impactful to me in my life um, in being able to like get me to think about things and see things in a different way. So I, I guess that would be the first one. Uh, second one is tough because there's just so many, so many good movies and it really depends upon the, the type of mood I'm in. So um, if I'm, if I'm looking at it from the standpoint of story, Ooh, man, it's tough because like it, you, it's tough. it is, it's because like, I, so I was actually a film major. So for me, this question runs like, yes, yeah, 70 levels deep because when I went to college, you know, my whole thing was analyzing movies and writing screenplays and thinking about story structures and that sort of sort of thing. So like, you know, from like a classic story arc standpoint, like the original Star Wars is like such a classic like hero's journey, right? Like it's an awesome one. Then there's a movie like Jaws, which is just like, it, you want to talk about another movie? I still don't want to go in the water. Like that's how impactful that movie was. It screwed me up from wanting to go in the ocean at all, even as an adult. So Man, I don't know. Like I could let like John Wick if I'm feeling like I've had a particularly cathartic day and I'm just like, I just need to like see like unadulterated violence. Yes. Uh, Fight yeah. Club because of its like, you know, outlaw, you know, disruption type mindset. Uh, the social network because of its story structure, writing and soundtrack. Like there's a gajillion movies I could I could come up with, but Dude, go I to had no idea you were a film major. Yeah, yeah. And and what's funny is the movies that I like most now that I'm most likely to watch are just always superhero movies, which are yeah. fairly predictable yeah. um but i just like seeing superpowered individuals fly around and shoot <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. blow up stuff yeah yeah so okay and the reason why i wanted to talk about story is because you know i, I believe right now especially we're, we're still in the pandemic everybody still holds the pen to write a great story and you and i were in a similar industry where our our industry has been massively disrupted i would want to know from you and i'd, I'd love for you know the listeners to hear how have you continued to write a great story? And from a film major, right? Like you understand story arc. Yeah. You understand what makes a great story great. And so what have you done to yourself personally still write a good story? Because it's easier said than done, especially during a difficult time. 
it's a really kick-ass question. The way that I think about it is that stories are marked by several different points along that journey, right? Like there's a beginning, a middle, and an end, right? So I know where I am. That's, let's call that the beginning. Every day is the new beginning. And we're moving towards the end. In any story, you're, you're on a path towards the end. And there may be any sorts of obstacles thrown at you. So you can take any story and you can rewrite it by adding in additional options. If you want to have the same endpoint, it just becomes a difference of how you make it to that endpoint, right? So my, my purpose, my work is about uh, changing the nature of the world in some way and changing the nature of work by creating uh, a, a, a world in which all business is personal. Right. Like that's kind of the underlying principle that I believe that we can do better as a species in general. And um, and that's kind of like my angle. Right. So big, lofty, huge purpose. Right. Like bigger than me, bigger than than anything my life could accomplish. So when I look at my day to day work, whether it be speaking in front of an audience live or whether it be consulting a small business and coaching them on how to like put together better sales enablement materials. The, the goal is still the same that I want to, um, I want to help people unlock their potential and then give them the frameworks and, uh, and kind of the code of ethics to go out and become a repeater of this idea of making the world a better place, like going and impacting people in a positive way, being a mentor, being a leader and connecting with others. So in terms of the story that I'm writing, it's just a matter of, you know, what, what were the new variables that were thrown at me from the, the screenwriter's room that now I just have to adjust my journey. So, okay, we can't speak on stage. So I'm going to speak virtually. So I got a whole awesome setup at home. Um, less speaking engagements. Great. I'm going to turn to more consulting and coaching and try and uh, help people more there. There's, you know, maybe less small businesses to work with. So I'm going to work with the large businesses that still have, um, you know, the budget to do it. So it's just about being flexible and moving in the face of whatever comes up. Yeah. So how do you, I mean, what gets you out of bed though in the morning? Like on the, on the days where you are just, I don't know, dude, I've had a few of those days like during this time where it's like, I don't know what we're going to do. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's coming in. Inquiries aren't happening. Like, like what would you tell someone that just they're in the lowest of lows right now? Like they, they can't even get out of bed. Like what would be your advice? What would be, you know, to make that next step? when somebody doesn't even know what the step is, let alone if they have the strength to make it. Yeah. What would you tell that, that person? I mean, I guess I would say if it's as serious as they can't get out of bed, my first step would be obviously to, to talk to a trained professional and, and, you know, really have a conversation about your own mental health as that's well beyond my scope of, of things I'm good at. That said, if you're someone who feels relatively mentally stable, you're just having a tough time and you really just need like a little kick in the pants and a little direction. I would say that if, if you're still waking up and you're still breathing and you have something that's driving you, you can still get up and do something different. And, and what drives me personally, when I get into that mode, there's kind of two things. Sometimes it's just accepting that we get down and, and it's okay to have a day that you just, that's that, like, you're just going to spend the day in bed and that'll make you feel better. Maybe take a nap. So that's one thing. The second thing is that if you do feel the need to get yourself out of bed, you know, there are things that need to happen honestly, what, what really gets me is I confront mortality. I really think to myself, what if tomorrow, cause you never know, what if tomorrow I'm driving my wife to work and on my way back from work, I get T-boned by a, a tractor trailer truck. I'm gone. What did I do today? What if I knew that this was my last day? What would I do? Then that goes back to the thing about dead poet society is, and, and also a, a personal thing for me is that on my last day of high school, my mom got into a catastrophic car accident. It was out of nowhere. And it, it happened and it changed our lives indefinitely. And, and she survived it, but it was traumatic and it, it changed our lives. And that's kind of the thing that, that really drives me is thinking like, um, it, it's that last little push for me, right? Like the, the, well, 
what if today's the last you might as well get out of bed and do it and i'm not i'm not saying that's right for everyone but for me that's been the thing that's helped drive me is i'm motivated by leaving behind a good story a good legacy of the impact that i made and um and the way that i get out of bed is by saying you know you never know when that story is going to end yeah i love it dude i i, I think you know it's there's a saying have you seen the movie rudy yeah there's that scene where rudy's like so down and out and he's got his buddy and they're in the workroom and he puts the 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 candle in the cupcake and he's like happy birthday man and then he gives him the the jacket the letterman's jacket the notre dame letterman's jacket and he just said man if, if all else fails and there's nothing else going for you in your life like at least have a dream like everybody needs a dream and I would love to know from you, like, what is that, that dream right now? Like, what are you dreaming for? What are you working for? What's, what's the, what's the one thing that's just, man, it's, it's keeping you going right now. I more than anything else want, this is going to sound almost ridiculous saying it, but I think any good dream should sound a little ridiculous. I want to build a universe of superheroes. And what I mean by that is I believe that in people is, an, is a remarkable potential that most people don't even see in themselves. And there is a process to growth. And I believe that I understand at least a good portion of that process to growth. I want to share it with more people. I want to encourage them to use their powers for good rather than become a villain. And I want to unleash that to as many people as possible, build a community that all help each other so that we slowly overtake and, and push out the tyrants and villains and horrible people in business and in life. I want there to be no place left for people who are unkind. I want to make sure that all of the people that are in my circle and my sphere that are part of this movement and community are gradually shifting the way the entire world works one person at a time. That's what I want. AKA you just want to freaking write the best story ever. Yeah, ever. I love it. There's something that I've always believed that it's not about being the best in the world. It's about being the best for the world. And dude, Jeff, you are doing that. And 100% everything we have talked about today is shareable. 